Hello all and welcome back and welcome to everyone that is new. It is 2020, it's a new year, and it's an election year. And the left is starting off with a goddamn motherfucking bang. They've already started with the bullshit with this ball dropping in Times Square that's supposed to be a science ball to promote climate change. Mainly all they're doing is trying to bust the balls of us Republicans. The majority of America has went back into the Stone Age. They've been banning plastic bags all over the fucking United States. So now I've got to go back to my childhood to using paper bags. Thanks to the crazies on the left and their bullshit pseudo agenda when it comes to climate change and the patriarch behind that scandal is that confused Jezebel Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, it is a new year filled with liberal screw jobs. The state of Illinois has just decriminalized marijuana as well. So we all know that the crime rate is only going to decline by like 1% because most of the crimes in that shithole state has things to do with bribery, money laundering, and murder. This morning also, the Democrats has also done more to guarantee that you know that they are still the party of the Ku Klux Klan they're the party of slavery, they're the party of the confederacy, and they are the party of hate. Another minority candidate has walked out of the 2020 Democratic primaries, and that is Julian Castro, who happens to be a progressive from Texas who spoke at the 2012 National Convention and was portrayed as the new and up-and-coming leader of the Democratic Party. So why does he feel the need to quit? It's the same exact reason that that shucking and jiving jackass Kamala Harris walked away from the campaign as well, where she potentially could have gained momentum in the Iowa caucuses in Super Tuesday. And we can see Cory Booker's numbers are declining. They're deeper than Oscar the Grouch's basement. That's how low his numbers is right now. And the sad part is, he's got lobbying. He's been licking Bayer's ass since he's been the fucking senator and screwing us over by voting against the importation of drugs from Canada for a cheaper price because he wanted to support his people at Bayer. So yes, for all of you Democrats on the left that believe that Cory Booker's a good guy, he's really not either. He's a deep state sycophant as well. But each of these candidates that are minorities have done one thing that has put them to a point of demise. And that is taking cheap shots at that dumbass, scum-sucking son of a bitch, creepy Uncle Joe Biden. And honestly, to be all the way frank, they technically should be taking cheap shots at him. And here's a couple reasons why. Back when he was the vice president of the United States... 
the party itself had to censor him. They had to lock him in his fucking office and they had to keep him away from company events because he was such a creep and a quirky fuck that all the old ladies and the adolescent girls wanted to run away from him so they wouldn't have any scenarios happen to him. I mean, for Christ's sakes, and he pretty much acted like a mobster from Illinois when he openly withheld $1 billion of aid to Ukraine for an attorney general to be fired to protect his son who was over there fucking up. And then he bragged about it openly on closed caption television. This guy walked around like he was a goddamn modern day Teflon Don. He also mentioned, which... There is not one Republican with any common sense that would believe this hoax if he did it. He stated that he was willing to have a Republican as his running mate. Now, as much as I will always support conservatives, I don't know any Republican with any common sense that would join this demented, groping, sick son of a bitch on a ticket. Any Republican trying to join up with this motherfucker is more lost than the production staff from the last season of Game of Thrones. But let's face it, this is the Democratic Party that is at it again. They are about to do the same bullshit that they did in 2016, and they are most likely going to be the ones to rape Bernie Sanders again this time around. In 2016, Hillary Clinton put on a strap-on and raped him. She did so by radicalizing superdelegates and getting them to vote against him using the mainstream media outlets like the Clinton News Network, MSDNC, and ABC to overshadow Bernie Sanders' campaign and give nothing but 100% crooked Hillary Clinton coverage and coverage over Donald Trump who beat the living shit out of that crooked, decrepit hospice patient. However, how it's looking this time around, it looks like they're looking to strap up an IV full of Viagra, put it in one of Joe Biden's veins, and let him keep an erection so that he can continue to rape Bernie Sanders as well, along with these 437 Democratic insiders coined as superdelegates who mainly do what they are told when it comes to the deep state. They are told to vote for the candidate that is going to win the nomination in their opinion, and they vote for that person, and they sway the opinions of constituents. And if you happen to be in a state where you vote against anyone, these superdelegates go against, your vote doesn't count. And if you were a resident of the state of Michigan in 2016, your vote did not count to any Democrats. And that's 100% the reason that Democrats lost Michigan, they lost Wisconsin, they lost Pennsylvania, they lost Ohio, they lost Florida, and the entire goddamn general election. Because the majority of the states that it takes to win an election, Democrats didn't have because middle America had a little bit more common sense than to vote for Crooked Hillary. However, back to the Democratic candidates who've been radicalized by the deep state who we're about to cover, we'll first start off with that price-gouging wine cave Somaliere Pete Buttigieg, or that crazy fuck 
who thinks that you should eat salads with combs to conserve plastic and then make your staff members clean out your comb that you've just put in your hair and your mouth, that crazy fuck Amy Klobuchar, and then you've got that quirky bozo who most likely ate Hillary Clinton's pussy and gave her an endorsement along with an orgasm, Elizabeth Warren, and of course, the true terrorist of American values who has been more of a saboteur than a fucking presidential candidate, and it is that person that would even lie and say he would have a Republican as a candidate and a creepy son of a bitch, and that is Joe Biden. Like, really, Joe? Do you really think that you would get the presidency with a Republican candidate? And this add insult to injury, you wouldn't know anything about picking vice presidents. Hell, Barack Obama didn't know anything about picking vice presidents because pound for pound, Joe Biden is the worst vice president in American history. And just to compare Joe Biden to other reputable vice presidents, we're going to go through a couple of those. Mike Pence, he is a former great governor a great politician, and he is a man who believes in his religious values, believes in family and country, and a stand-up politician. And this is one person that would never do anything that would cause any sort of extramarital affairs or any type of issues with his marriage. Mike Pence, you are the person that we want as vice president and that we like as vice president. And maybe someday you could even run for president as well because you've been nothing but a stand-up politician pound per pound since day one. And then you've got Vice President Dick Cheney. Now, I know that history has not been very kind to the Bush administration when they want to talk about who voted for and voted against the Iraq war. But quite frankly, one of the candidates on the stage that did vote for the Iraq war is Joe Biden. So clearly, when Bush and Cheney was in office, they had some good intention behind what they were doing. And Joe Biden is a person that bought it. Cheney is a politician with balls. He made sure things were always up to par when he had something to do with it. And he also served as the acting president when George W. Bush had to undergo surgery. And let's talk about Dan Quell. You know, a lot of people don't speak about Dan Quell, but he happens to be from the same state as our current vice president. Mike Pence, another stand-up guy, another stand-up politician that did his job well. People didn't know about, a lot about him, but quite honestly, open up your history books more and you'll realize how great Dan Quell is. Um, now, I kind of went out of order there and I'm going to talk about Al Gore a little bit. I mean, this guy, he's another one. He worked with the Clintons and difference between Al Gore versus Bill Clinton, when he got tired of his wife, he gave her up and moved on. Bill Clinton thought it was the idea to come on women's dresses while he screwed over his wife and tried to do it for whatever was called political gain. So at least Al Gore knew to get out when the getting was good with Tipper Gore. Next up, we're going to talk about one of the greatest vice presidents in modern history and that is George H.W. Bush a former CIA head a person that went neck to neck with Ronald Reagan during the primaries and because George Bush and Ronald Reagan realized that they had to put differences aside and think about party and country over personal matters that was George 
H.W. Bush and Ronald Reagan. And we all know what happened when that ticket came into play. The first time around, they beat the living shit out of Jimmy Carter. And the second time around, they won every state but Minnesota. And one thing I do think that Trump's most likely going to do during this presidential election is take Minnesota. Because the only difference between Ronald Reagan and Bush being president versus Donald Trump and Pence being president, we have something that's a lot more in our faces. We have the internet. We have real-time upstates. And we know exactly what's going on with these scum-sucking sons of bitches on the left. We know they're hitting agendas through the deep state. We know the lies they're telling on the Clinton News Network, MSDNC, ABC, and all of the state news propaganda media outlets to the left. Now, as we're going into elections and with all the superdelegates packed on everywhere so that they can screw over and make sure that the left has their deep state presidential candidate running against Donald Trump, we're going to talk a little bit about this popular vote bullshit because one of the things that Democrats like to cry, scream, and moan about is the fact that they tend to win the popular vote but they cannot win the general election. So I'm going to take a moment to discuss this whole conundrum about the Democrats and how they're getting the popular vote, but they're not getting the electoral vote. There are two states in this country that do not look at the real view of each American that just doesn't have the proper common sense to deal with budgets and they have unfair and unjust legal systems. That's the state of California and the state of New York. So in the 2016 election, the state of California had approximately 8.7 million people vote for Hillary Clinton and only 4.4 million people voted for Trump. And in the state of New York, 4.5 million people voted for crooked Hillary Rodden Clinton, while 2.8 million people voted for Trump. That is 6 million voters in two states that was the main cause of the popular vote going to crooked Hillary Clinton. So that is 6 million people in two liberal states. They have policies in place to destroy state budget they have increased crime rates. They're drowned in leftist money laundering corruption scandals. And one of these states decided to let Harvey Weinstein off for $25 million. These states have been the most dependent on government funding, government benefits, and both of their states when it comes to budgets are in the shit can. And the one with the most individuals that actually voted, California has the most issues when it comes to balancing a budget. So that's why people like that crooked Kamala Harris with her shucking and jiving ass needed to lock up minorities because they needed those individuals in the system to pay for all of the overspending that they're doing in these states. So how the fuck are two states 
They can't keep up with their budgets that are overly populated, that are siphoning money out of the federal government, going to give us an opinion of who we should vote for when there's 48 other states in the union that are allowed to make these votes without these overpopulated shithole states. And this is how you can tell. If anybody's ever worked in any aspect of customer service, business relations, or anything across the board, you will be able to guarantee one thing, that California, that state, is some of the snobbiest shitholes on God's green earth, and the state of New York, it's the same fucking way. They're a little bit better, but they're still pretty bad. So I didn't want to take too much more time this evening, but I did want to throw a few pointers out as it's the beginning of 2020, it's an election year, and the devil, known as the Democrats, are at work. Number one, if you are voting in any election, especially if you're looking at anything with Democratic primaries, watch out for superdelegates. In regards to the general election, just know that no matter who you vote for, you can go to their political events, you can donate them money, you can follow them on Twitter, you can retweet their videos about what they're going to talk about. You can argue with your friends on Facebook about who's going to win this general election. But as you just left your family for the holidays, the holidays are going to come up again at the end of this presidential election. And honestly, if you have any common sense in your fucking brains, you'll be planning with your other relatives on how to show up to this coming year's 2021 presidential nomination and support the president who won the first time fair and square Donald Trump instead of crying in a fucking corner. Because for weeks at a time, I've been covering back-to-back -back material on how the Democrats suck and how they're going to continue to suck. And you've got other news outlets like Sean Hannity, you've got Tucker Carlson, you've got Laura Ingram. You've got Mark Levin, the great one. You've got people on CRTV that are telling you things that you're not hearing on these other networks. One of them being the Hillary Clinton bought and paid for a dossier. Hannity's been covering that since 2016 when Donald Trump has been elected and everyone has coined it off as if it's some conspiracy theory. But when Comey starts talking about they probably screwed up with the handling of the dossier and everything they did with the FISA court and how they fucked over that poor guy Carter Page. And then you talk about John McCain, rest in peace, who was feeding information from the dossier to the FBI being a, being a sleeper cell. So just know that the things that you have seen out of terrorists and things that we've been warned about from the Iraq war in the early 2000s, the Democrats are using this same radicalizing tactics to try to win an election. And they have been doing these tactics for over a half a decade, lying to your faces, crying on the TV, Anytime the president says something, it's being spinned over and over and over and over a fucking again to be propagandized as some terrible thing that he's done. 
one comment comes out of his mouth, it turns into slavery but or racism and whatever you want to turn it into. But the Democrats, they're the anti-Semitic party. They're the party of hate. They're the party of racism. And they are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. And if you don't believe me and you don't believe that they are the party of racism, you can look it up. Because the last time I checked during the Civil War, we were not going against Republicans. We were going against the Democrats. And right now, I believe us conservatives are going into another civil war with Democrats because you can wear a Make America Great Again hat outside or if you wear anything that shows any type of conservatism or support for a duly elected president, Donald Trump, you are hearing about us being attacked in the streets, being brutalized. We can't even sit out in a restaurant and not have any problems. You have people all over Broadway and Hollywood depicting horrible things about our current president, Kathy Griffin, holding up a severed head of a version of Donald Trump. You've got that goddamn play, Shakespeare in the Park, where they're killing the president, CNN on a regular basis, trying to count down the days that he's going to be thrown out of office, yet they only have 47 Democratic senators that are willing to vote for in, for impeachment and removal from office and conviction. However, you don't have one Republican that's going to take a shot and vote for him. And the thing is, what they're not telling you on CNN is that some of these Democrats are not going to vote for the impeachment of the president because the same thing happened with Bill Clinton when we thought he was going to get his ass out of there, but there were Republicans who voted for him to stay in office. So just like they didn't get rid of Bill Clinton, just like they didn't get rid of Andrew Johnson, they're not going to get rid of Donald Trump. And technically, Nixon resigned. And quite honestly, if you want a real honest opinion about it, he probably could have beat that trial too. But there was probably a 51% chance in his head that he probably wouldn't have made it past that one. So as you all look at this year of activities that are going to take place from the Democratic Party, just know that no matter what tactics they try, the impeachment, the continued attacks by the deep state news, leftist propaganda, mainstream media outlets, it does not matter remotely the tactics that they try. Because in the next 305 days, we all know that Democrats on those networks are going to be crying their eyes out when Donald Trump is elected as president for a second term. And you hear these folks at the CNN outlets blaming the Ku Klux Klan. But any person on those leftist media outlets blaming racism, the Ku Klux Klan and division, it should be them looking in the mirrors because they are the core cause of division in this country and i'm not going to keep ranting because i'm getting more frustrated by the minute but i will be back to rant some more remember if you haven't registered to vote get out there get online and register to vote because we need as many people in our arsenal in 305 days to vote down the deep state agenda and keep things working because you know at the dinner table tonight Tomorrow night or next week, you're not having the same conversations. You're not worried about the money coming in. You're not worried about looking online and finding a job because the economy's up. 
jobs are up, and you can pick and choose where you work thanks to this president who was duly elected in several states that Democrats could not win in, and the same thing's going to happen in 305 fucking days. I'm done for the time being. Thank you, and God bless America.